See a movie this week at the Alamo Drafthouse. This week's screenings include Gladiator on Thursday, April the 4th, Shazam! Premiere Party with VisionCon on Saturday, April the 6th, Pee-wee's Big Adventure Serial Party on Saturday, April the 6th, Shazam! Premiere Party with AOH Cosplay on Sunday, April the 7th, Porco Rosso on Sunday, April the 7th, The Jerk on Monday, April the 8th, Grave of the Fireflies on Monday, April the 8th, Princess Mononoke on Tuesday, April the 9th, Mean Girls 50th Anniversary Movie Party on Wednesday, April the 10th, Spirited Away on Wednesday, April the 10th, all that plus this weekend's new releases and more. Find Showtimes, purchase tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield, and find all the special events at the Alamo Drafthouse on Facebook by searching Alamo Springmo and clicking on the events page. Welcome to The Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, April the 4th. We are coming to you from the Alamo Drafthouse here in Springfield, Missouri. It's been a hot minute since we've done one of these, so if we're a little rusty, uh, forgive us. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net, and joining me today in the room we've got... Alamo Jen. K-Dub. And David may be joining us a little bit later on. If not, then... Thoughts It'll be and shorter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, so it's been a while. How was the month of March here at the Alamo? It Draft was Day? way better than the month of February or the month of January. <laughs> yeah, there was good. some. some seems good like stuff. every weekend was. Uh, this is the best weekend so far this year. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. I didn't say it. That's not a high bar to cross, but. And Captain Marvel's great. So yeah. You've seen it. I have seen it. Loved it so much. Uh, I don't know if it was just the 90s soundtrack, the fight. Which was scenes, awesome. Yeah. The fact there was no romance. I loved all of those things. But yeah. Did you see us? I have not seen us, okay. but David has. Oh, so we'll have yeah. to get his thoughts if yeah. he arrives. Uh, Dumbo, did you see Dumbo? I have not. I haven't seen any Neither of these other else. movies. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Dumbo, yeah. Uh, well, let's take a look and let's jump into some headlines. Taking a look first at the top five at the box office last weekend. Dumbo did debut in the top spot, uh, just earned, earned, excuse me, just short of $46 million, underperforming against all expectations, even the revised down expectations thought it would crack $50 million. Um, not heard any good things about it. Um, I haven't either. Uh, I did talk to one child who had just watched it. Uh, he told me that it was good, it was sad, and he wasn't sure which side the bald guy was on at the end okay so yeah. they didn't make it very clear yeah, to a younger right. audience what they were going yeah. for so that's you heard it here first folks that's i've heard it's what one th- i forget the, how they put it somebody said it was like one third of a remake and two thirds of a sequel but not really any of those things well, which is, i don't sad. know how you do that i do so. want to see it but visually i, I imagine i mean it's a yeah. tim burton film yeah it's got it's danny devito michael tim keaton burton. i mean it, yeah, yeah it looks like it would be good i guess they just yeah. I don't know. Tim Burton does he takes some liberties with the source material like he did with the Alice in Wonderland version he, that he, he did. He does that. He definitely does that, but I yeah, I'm excited anyway. And I really need to see it on the big screen. So Yeah, if you're going to see it, you need to see it yep. on the big screen, I think. Uh Us slid into the number 2 spot, made another 33 and a third million dollars uh, in just the first 10 days. This film's made 128 million dollars. I think the budget was 20 or 30 million so wow that's really awesome that's another one that people either really really like which seems to be the majority but there are a few people that and nobody said it's bad nobody said i did not like it 
Uh, there is a people on there, our page did. Oh really? Wow! <laughs> yeah. I, I have to check. That. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid. See, that's the thing. I've learned to not read the comment section yeah. anymore. I have to, you know, I have to read you it have to make to sure it, yeah. that there's nothing bad I need to hide or remove. But it seems like a lot of folks a, are a couple spirited debates. I've heard a lot of folks that have issue with it have said it's the last quarter of the film or it's the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, they've said I enjoyed three quarters of this movie. Just yeah. the landing didn't stick. You know, and I, then the people who did like it were like, "Well, it's because you're dumb and you don't get anything." Yeah, so again, that's the internet. Been fun to, yeah, <laughs> again, comment section. So of I've, the and internet. I've got no uh, basis of reference <laughs> because I haven't seen it at all. David has; he loved it. Um, and yeah. that's, that's what I got on that Most one. people, I think, I think the majority actually did like the film. Uh, and then the ones that didn't just felt like they needed to tell everybody they didn't. Yep. Because everybody gets a platform on the internet. That's right. Captain oh, Marvel dropped to number three, made another $20.6 last weekend. It's expected to top the $1 billion mark. Probably what is today? What time is it? It's probably already there. So <laughs> yeah. congratulations, Captain Marvel. Another billion-dollar blockbuster for Disney Very and Marvel. Excited. That's so awesome. Very good. Everybody he deserves it. it. I love that movie. Everybody loved it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. So I much. It. I liked it. Oh, we loved it. The yeah. kids loved it. I loved it. It seems like all their friends in that, oh, yeah, that age, age range group. loved it. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Unplanned debuted at number four in limited release. Um, this is where the drop-off begins between three mm-hmm. and four. Uh, <laughs> Definitely At number off. four, making $6.3 million. Uh, they are probably thrilled with that, and we'll take that <laughs> yeah. all the way to the bank and make some more of those. Like when I'm mad. Yep. And five feet apart, dropped to number five, made another $6.2 million. Again, thrilled to have the 6.2, I'm sure. They were in. They were higher in the top five the last week or so, so... Yep. I'm sure they're happy with that. Pretty well, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World, has topped the $500 million mark at the global box office. Puts it ahead of the first film in the franchise. Um, This is one where they're wrapping it all up, so folks that want to see it on the big screen, you don't have much longer to do so, so get out and see that one if you haven't already. This one's interesting, and I threw it in here. The Beach Bum, with Matthew McConaughey, is his worst opening weekend ever. Yeah. Taking in only $1.8 million in its first weekend. Uh, Serenity, which we kind of dumped on earlier in the year, mm-hmm. that made $4.5 million in its first weekend. So this one, um, per- performing significantly worse than that. This surprised me. Um, I, well, it didn't, it did and it didn't, because I in no way expected it to be one point eight. No. But I did not. You, d- you didn't expect twenty, but no, you didn't expect one. No. You didn't expect two I, either. You know, eight maybe. Right. You know, something like that. But the putting the one point in front of the eight was not what I saw happening. Have and you seen it? Did you get a chance to watch it? No. And it's and nobody you know, else. Because I haven't heard a thing about there's it. There's so many uh, things I want to see, and it is pretty far down on the list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the reviews have been particularly unkind. Uh, a lot of people have said they walked out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I've read more. I've read more comments that said I walked out, and comments that said it was a huge waste. Um, but then there were also people who said they loved it. So right. another polarizing yeah. uh, film. I, think you I will still watch it. You know, I'm, yeah. I I was never not going to watch it, but I was shocked that it. You know, it's. I think it's a little bit of a wider release this weekend. But yeah, I'm afraid was the word of mouth is going to cripple it. Theaters, I think, fifteen hundred yeah. theaters. So. Oh, okay, because I I normally see everything 
a trailer before a YouTube video or on Facebook or on a commercial or something. And I did not know. I didn't see yeah. anything on this and The at only all. press that I saw was the menu that you yeah. guys did for yeah. here. Great menu. <laughs> yeah, Lobster it is. fondue. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, you can go to any movie and, and, and get Kenny that. big fondue fans. <laughs> so, yes. I love fondue. I love fondue. <laughs> Yeah, they're see? they're yeah. taking advantage of the menu. They're mm-hmm. just not going to see this movie. Uh, you know with what you it. should dip in fondue? A spoon. Just uh, a spoon. Unless you <laughs> don't get Joey on yeah. fondue. fondue. Yeah, I think we've I think story. we talked about this once I, briefly. I, and I remember I'm you not understanding. We did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh let's take a look. A lot of horror related news. I guess it's that time of year where everybody's putting out trailers for, you know, a few months from now. So and, but even without that, I mean we've mm-hmm. got Pet Cemetery this weekend. It seems like Seems like there's never not horror film news anymore, which is kind of weird because for a while there it was, there was a, a big drought of quality horror film. But yeah, we've got plenty this week. Cillian Murphy is the first new actor cast in A Quiet Place Two. Love him. He, I thought when I saw that that he would be playing like Emily Blunt's brother because that could work on film. Right. You could do that, but uh, apparently not. Not a lot has been said about the character he is playing other than he is a man with mysterious intentions who joins the family. Oh. Um, don't know what, I mean, he well, can he tell can you what his intentions were, he but can you know, you can definitely pull off mysterious. Yeah. Uh, so. If only he could tell them what his intentions were. Yeah, just tell them up front. Yeah. Transparency. I mean, I mean, I know yeah. you can't Whist- speak loudly. Yeah, or just, yeah. you know, write it write down. It, <laughs> write it down, yes. Not on a chalkboard because mm-hmm. you might get that squeak every once in a while. But. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill announced over the weekend at, from WonderCon on social media that he will be voicing Chucky in the summer's Child's Play Which reboot. Which completely turns me around on it. Now, now you're ready. I'm, now I'm ready. Uh, he obviously best known for playing Luke Skywalker, but he's also a veteran voice actor, most notably for voicing DC's Joker across a number of different media, video games, cartoons, different stuff. Speaking of, did you guys catch the Joker trailer? Is that what you were doing? That's why you were just now joining us, David. No, uh, (laughs) but I did. We have uh, a few people at CinemaCon, and um, Brian, who's there, our assistant GM, he said that the trailers for it and um, uh, I just already forgot Joker. Joker, yeah, were amazing. I've heard yeah. the It Chapter 2 footage is really good, and the Joker trailer is... Go ahead and give us your thoughts, David, because I have thoughts, but I w- I'd like to hear yours first. Yeah, and it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those... Uh, Brevity we, is everything we, uh, yeah, in we, these uh, podcasts. We, we lost some audio earlier, so we're cutting in. But, uh, but yeah, it looks like... Uh, it, it doesn't look like it would be something that... DC would slap their yeah. st- stamp of approval. That's what I'm kind of curious. Why bother putting the Joker thing with it? Why not just make a... So I think the direction they're going in might be scattershot, which at this point I don't think is a bad idea. Yeah, Scattershot in that maybe they have a common thread that's running with some of their movies, like have that little universe which they're still trying to get a handle on but not be beholden to that and allow their properties because, you know, with comic books, you get like five, six different versions of a story about a superhero or a villain. And uh, I think they're, they've decided to take full advantage of each of their properties because, I mean, you're not going to get worn out of Joker movies if they're completely different. Right. Uh, and this looks like 
it almost looks like if it weren't fifty million dollars, uh, it would look like an indie movie. It right. looks like a small, intimate story about a character, like yeah. it just great character telling, storytelling. And uh, I, uh, I'm really interested. I hope they continue this trend because with Shazam this week. That seems pretty different from what they've been doing. Very lighthearted. Uh, I'm excited to see it just because it seems like they, by going in different directions, may have stumbled upon something that will work for DC. Right. And I'm all yeah. for that because they have a lot of great properties that aren't getting proper service. Yep. Rather than trying to shoehorn everything into one, it's yeah. let's let each one stand on its own and be what it is. And Back in the day before there weren't cinematic universes, right. a lot of those one-offs were really great. A lot of them were a lot of fun. Uh, I know Marvel just is killing it with uh, the cinematic universe. DC stumbled so much, it does... They're coming up on 10 years for Marvel. Is that yeah. how many they've, yeah, they've I, worked well, yeah, on I think this? Yeah, they're in 13 now, but yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Like, that's, that's a lot of legwork. Yeah. And I kind of get what you were saying with the, you know, make them different enough. Yeah. Because, like, how they approached the Joker in the killing joke, the animated thing. Yeah. It was different enough that it was very interesting. That part, like, that was the most interesting part of that animated movie for me was that telling of the Joker coming up and how, why he went crazy and the things that happened. So I could see where that would make a... I think it's like a matter of we get all these reboots, we constantly get these reboots, and people are starting to learn when you reboot a property, you almost don't need to tell the same origin story like with our new spider-man we don't need the whole process of how it happened we've gotten that twice and people get bogged down on like oh great here comes another origin story from the same character we don't really want that we don't need it anymore unless it's really different which case yeah i'd love to hear how like spider-man became spider-man if it wasn't uncle ben i'd be fine with a unique new take so i'm very cool with them going in this direction. Well, I want with all a bunch the multiverses and stuff like that. Maybe they will start doing some of that. You yeah. will get those different origin stories told from. They get two universes going on at separate times. Yeah, I think the film looks interesting. I don't know that I need a Joker origin story unless this movie does well enough that we get the same production team, the same cast back. And we get a completely different Joker story with these same characters. Oh, really? That's the only way I want this movie. Is if next year we get a Joaquin Phoenix Joker story that is nothing that does not even reference the Joker movie we get this October. That and would then be the year after. I want a completely different one. I want one that's this story that's very sad and tragic looking, and then I want one that's just balls out punk rock, and then I want one that's I, different. Uh, I, I want if you're going to do it. Then, then, because we don't need a Joker origin story, I think the fact that they decided to give us with Heath Ledger's portrayal not a Joker story, yeah. they gave us multiple, and it's kind of like a choose your own. Which origin story do you want to believe about this lunatic? There is a nice like air of not knowing. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think this so would make that really would make a it, yeah. great Fargo esque miniseries. Yeah. Uh, would love to hear the different tales of how the Joker became the Joker. That's a, and then you that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, I doubt that's what happened. No, they won't. <laughs> that's not going to be the case at all, I'm um, sure. And well, didn't they say that uh, 
Jared Leto, he's going to be in, he's at least going to have a brief cameo in Birds of Prey. I believe that was a April Fool's Day. Was it? I think so. Oh, thank goodness. I think. I could be wrong, but I okay. believe that was an April Fool's. Yeah, you Day. know, they sell me on every one of those. Like, yeah, like I so many It's links. the one day you just stay off the internet. But, uh, yeah, I, I would be curious how DC handles these properties moving forward. I, I don't think they need to go. In, I mean, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are properties that stood on their own, and they made billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think they need the big crossover. They can be successful with these one-off stories that people really want to hear. Yeah, I've said for years I want a natural-born killer style movie with Joker and Harley. That'd get be pretty it, Get it crazy. dark, get it go crazy as you want to make him go crazy. Spend $12 million on it. Give it a yeah. tiny budget yeah. with different actors. It doesn't need Do it. With your Batman stories. Yeah. We don't need I bet you get a Batman. really good return on your money Absolutely. if you win. Let the insanity budget. make your money from the movie, not worry about props or where that. You, I mean, you don't have to spend that much to get a killer movie. So Turn superhero into a real genre. Yeah. While we're talking horror, Annabelle 3's official title is Annabelle Comes Home. Oh. Spun. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm glad she could make it back home. Spun out of the Conjuring shared film universe. And I believe this will mark the first time that the Conjuring stars, Patrick Wilson and uh, Vera Familia, will appear in one of the spinoff series. They were not in The Nun. They were not in. Uh, well, not. They did not play. I think The Nun had like a brief cameo. Yeah. Play. They were not. Yeah. They were not central to the story, yeah. I guess we could say. Um, so that film opens June twenty eighth. I, you know, we've talked about it, and there are a lot of people that love it, and that's a, the way to do a shared universe is to make a really good one first, and leave yourself room to tell other stories. Cabin in the Woods could have been that as well. I think um, for me, I've never just gotten into the Conjuring shared universe, not because of a lack of just a lack of time, I guess, on my part, not a lack of interest necessarily, but. I think their main property, The Conjuring and Conjuring 2, are really, really great, scary movies. Annabelle, I haven't... L- the second one was pretty good. Mm. The first one I didn't really care for, but uh, The Nun was awesome. And I kind of know it got mixed reviews, but I had a lot of fun with it. So this is a you know, a scary movie, uh, shared universe that I yep. can totally can get, get behind. behind. I like this stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get weird and like get into the too many starts getting watered down and you have like Annabelle 8, Spring Break 2088, you know, she's killing people. (laughs) I'll watch it. You you just don't want to see something like that happen. I'm ready for it to get campy. That's like always the best (laughs) part. The Nun 2 electric boogaloo. Yeah. When Jason's in New York, that's when it's getting fun. Jason in space. (laughs) When you have Annabelle versus the Nun, then we're having a good time. Uh, In non-sequel horror news, uh, first it's going to begin with the trailer for this August Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I'm excited about that. I... Okay, this is not a children. It's not goosebumps, clearly. No. But it seems like it's not even for an older child crowd. It's more of your, you know, it feels more adulty, more, you know. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, yeah well, and, and I'm not saying that's a bad yeah. thing. It just, yeah. I think that's not necessarily the property. <laughs> that, yeah. You know, it's like we've licensed the IP, but it's not going to be anything like the stories, the books. I yeah. like the. The people involved, definitely. absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's from a great Toro, pedigree. Yeah, Del Toro's producing. Uh, Andre Overdahl, who directed uh, Troll Hunter, 
and Autopsy of Jane Doe. So, oh, Autopsy of Jane Jane, Jane Doe is, is a really good movie. Yeah. It looks like it. And finally, the non-sequel horror news. If you're going to begin with that, we've got to end with the trailer for The Dead Don't Die. Heck yeah. Which pairs Bill Murray and Adam Driver as a pair of cops facing the zombie apocalypse. Uh, It's more of a comedy than a straight-up horror, but um, I guess since they're doing Zombieland 2 and he's not going to be back for that, he thought, you know, I'll come get a piece of this pie somehow. I'm watching it. It looks great. Oh, with everybody in it, it's got to be good. This would be what? His like fourth Jarmusch film? (laughs) I think Uh, so, yeah. So I like when they pair up. That's right around that time Bill Murray started making those serious movies, and this one looks like a fun departure. Mm -hmm. When I first saw it, you know, was it April Fool's Day that it came out? Yeah, and you weren't but, sure. Yeah, what like to I'd heard about it prior. Right, right. Uh, but then it releasing on April first, I was like, "This can't be real." And it looks, it looks like it's really crappily shot. Yeah. And I am very pumped for it. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'm curious how everything plays because he's made some lower budget movies that like look shoddy and are tremendous. Fantastic movies. Yeah. Yep. Also starring, of course, we talked about Bill Murray, Adam Driver, who are going to be, you know, what's what everybody's coming out for. But, uh, I mean, Tilda Swinton in anything, Steve Buscemi, uh, it, it's got a – Tom Waits, I'm hoping, is like the devil at some point in it. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> New in theaters this week, the horror train just don't stop. We've got Pet Cemetery. And we have Shazam opening both this weekend. Some counter-programming there. Yeah. Shouldn't have too much overlap from the audience. So, But I want to see both of them. Yeah. I do. So. Which would you, if you had to see one, which one would, would you see? If you had to see one and you never got to see the other, which one would you want to see? Oh, Easy. Shazam, because I've seen Pet Cemetery. But also, Zachary Levi is not in Pet Cemetery as far as I've... I think he has a cameo. <laughs> it's not enough. I'm going to okay. need more. He's in a cat. I'm going to need more. Yeah. <laughs> Kitty? Oh, Shazam, for sure, because mm. Pet Cemetery. I'm, I'm going out on a limb here and saying it doesn't make $15 million. Ooh, I doubt that. Money on that one. I, I would put money against that. <laughs> we'll I, see. I would say uh, because these two audiences don't really like compete too right. much, and with the recent success of It and the early reviews are tremendous for Pet Cemetery. Yep. Uh, I would say Pet Cemetery. M- Will get close to thirty. Oh wow! I think it'll get close to thirty million. Twenty-two. Uh, that's the one I would see <laughs> if I had to pick one, and that's saying a lot because I, I really like the look of Shazam and the things that I've heard so far. But Pet Cemetery, I like scary movies, and you know I got Endgame coming up. I, I if I had to pick, I'd go Pet Cemetery just because I want to see the departures from the original. I would choose Pet Cemetery as well. That's no commentary on Shazam. Or Zach, sounds Zach great. Levi. What it's a lot of Zach? commentary on Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you ever no, see I, Chuck? I, just, <laughs> I, I, would, I think I would prefer to see Pet Cemetery. It looks better. It looks like a better movie to me. If I had to take the family, I would probably take them to Shazam. Of course, <laughs> I would not yes. take the kids to Pet Cemetery. This week's special programming at the Alamo Draft House. We're going to hit this week at kind of in depth. But then we're also going to take a look at the rest of the month of April, just at a high level, because you guys have a lot going on. I know last month was women in film, strong women in film. I'm looking for the thread for the month of April. 
Oh, don't. And I'm not finding it. <laughs> okay, no, good. don't do it. April okay. and September is <laughs> a free-for-all. Okay. I was, just yeah. ma- hey, I, I was looking for it, and I was like, I, I yeah. don't have We this, have the so. studio uh, Ghibli. Uh-huh. I, well, Ghibli yeah, you have, you have a couple of weeks that's a, of this that's or that. That's a series, yeah. but um, right. aside from that, it's just let's play everything that we haven't been able to play in other. Uh, I don't think, I don't even know that there is an official Like a thread. through line. Yeah, because we always just do that studio you know, montage, and then the rest of it's kind of up for grabs. So, all right. Well, let's take a look. Starting with Thursday night, six twenty p.m. Come see Gladiator on the big screen. One of my favorite Russell Crowe films. Heck yeah! One it's, of my favorite Ridley Scott films. It's a good. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Shazam! You guys are doing some fun stuff with throughout the whole month, but mm-hmm. uh, with Shazam, you're having a premiere party with our friends from VisionCon. They're going to be here Saturday at 11 a.m. Yes, and they are going to be talking all about VisionCon, which is coming up in May. They'll have the green screen with a Shazam backdrop, and so you can get your photo taken. Yeah, you can taken. get your photo taken. You can uh, all kinds of cosplays happening. DC cosplay all weekend long. So. Absolutely, because on Sunday at one o'clock you have AOH cosplay out yes, here as well. So yes. for Shazam, which they have just told me that they think they're going to be here earlier because they're just oh. too excited to wait till one. So I don't blame them. What are you going to do at one? What are you, you going to do? Sometime. One o'clock's yeah. a rough time. You yeah. can't do any. You, know, you can't yeah. really go anywhere or do anything in the morning. Exactly. I guess you go to church, but yep. um, you can't really your <laughs> afternoon shot. So yep. you might as well come on out early. Right. Be here all do day, it. and then on Saturday also. Your cereal party this month, with all your sugary goodness, is Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Um, will there be scotch tape on hand so we can? Oh tape up yeah, scotch tape as we're and eating our cereal and yeah, all kinds of stuff. Little bike rides and, uh, to the parking lot. There is no basement here. <laughs> Ooh, if you set up a though. bicycle course in the parking lot <laughs> with some cones, <laughs> that'd be great. That we do have fun. the official Pee Wee suit for our host. So awesome. who's, who's the host on that one? Jimmy. Not David. Yeah. Not David. That'll it's, be it's fun. Jimmy. Our, he does all the cereal and family parties. Will he be cutting a rug up front? Doing probably. Some he's got an insane amount of energy. <laughs> all right. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you talked about your Studio Ghibli uh, stuff starts on Sunday mm-hmm. at 6.20 p.m. with Porco Rosso. I don't want to say starts. Yeah. Because you guys have already Continues. started. But yeah. Yes. The first one we've mentioned here. Uh, Sunday night at 6.20 but then it's going on on Monday. You've got Grave of the Fireflies. Tuesday, you've got uh, Princess Mononoke. You got Spirited Away on Wednesday. So there are multiple opportunities to come out. Pick one or come see them all. I mean, a lot of people. Why not? A lot of people kind of. It's it's like any other studio. It's like Disney almost. You know. It's, yeah. You know, you don't just see one. It's a hit you factor. Set, yeah, yeah, you see them all. So plenty of opportunities to come out this weekend for those. If you're not checking those out, you can come catch The Jerk on Monday night. Yes, the best movie of all time. Great really? Movie. Yeah. Wow. It's one of my favorite comedies, I would say. Top 25. It is, uh, it is Top fun. Top 25. It's, it's very I quotable. I love comedies. <laughs> That's high praise. <laughs> <laughs> and then also this week, the 15th anniversary movie party on Wednesday night of Mean Girls. I believe be it's been fun. 15 years since Mean I, Girls came out. I feel kind of bad when I see that. Yeah. There's another one that uh, not on this list, but uh, something else we're working on for the podcast that made me feel really old earlier this week, um, which we can talk about later offline. Wow. I, I, I can't believe it has been 15 years. Yeah, since I did the math a bunch of times. And <laughs> <it kept coming laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so Lindsay time. Lohan has been irrelevant for 14 years? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was only relevant for about six months. Yeah. No. 
Oh, know. Parent Trap. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, right. I guess it's adding the times. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But looking at the rest of the month, again, not seeing the through line, and this is good because it's not doesn't mean I'm just not getting it. It means there's not one. But there are a ton of reasons <laughs> to come out this month to the Alamo. Tommy Boy. Again, the Hellboy premiere party. VisionCon folks will be here for that. Your brunch this month is Legally Blonde. Yes. Multiple, That's a show. It is fun. Yeah. It's a brunch movie. <laughs> Multiple Clue movie parties that yep, haven't sold it's our out There are a few that have sold out, but there are some that have not. That's right. Walk the Line, since we're talking Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Life of Brian movie party. The Monty Python, the Holy Grail has been sold out for yes. a while now. Yeah, yeah. We, could, we should definitely should have added <laughs> another one for that. Uh, Dazed and Confused cereal party. Yes, awesome. yes. Great. Right, might, there might right, be some chips right. thrown in there too. Yeah, <laughs> there you Just go. Grab some stuff and munch on it. Uh, the Gray Gardens <laughs> is your afternoon tea this month. <laughs> <laughs> we have an airplane movie party this month. Yeah, heck yeah. It's baseball season. We got the Sandlot movie party this month. Mm-hmm. That's a fan favorite. Twenty six yeah. years since that came Stop out. It. By the way, I no, can't. don't do that I can't. anymore. I can't wait. Wait, I got one more. Ready? <laughs> Say it. Uh, Say anything. Your champagne <laughs> cinema movie party this month is Say Anything. 30 years. 30 years this yeah. month. Okay, I'm done. Oh, Lord. I do feel old now. Um, that movie's older than me. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. David has to go now. <laughs> Say goodbye, David. <laughs> Miss Congeniality <laughs> movie party. Uh, it's on the perfect date. The Fist City screening this month is Fast Five. How yeah. How did that happen? Because that's the one that kind of threw me because I was like, it can't be Fast Five that I would think it is. It's got to be like some obscure 1970s movie named Fast Five, but it's not. It's no, it's, Fast right, Five. When, it's yeah. right when the Fast and Furious like movies keep, got good. We like what to I mean keep by that is. guessing on Fist City. <laughs> is it going to be obscure Johnson. or is it going to not? Yeah. This is probably that's one of the place. most recent ones that we've done. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's just kind of. Uh, Attached with, you know, Hobbs and Shaw coming out right. later in the year. Uh, this is kind of where the Fast and Furious movies changed. Uh, they kind of started stepping away from, like, really cool it's fast cars, cars and started turning towards more of a, you know, awesome over-the-top action with ridiculous lines, which <laughs> I love. That's right. my favorite the part of these movies, is the cheese. Thick, yeah. So I think... You know, The Rock coming in, he's got that machismo. He can he can really deliver those hammy lines. So <laughs> it works perfect. We're about done talking city. about The Rock? What else we got? <laughs> well, <laughs> from what I understand, there's another movie premiering later on this month that uh, Vision Con and the cosplay folks will be out for, but that's not till the end of the month. Right. So we'll worry about that when we get there. <laughs> also, a small movie coming yeah. out, independent film. I hardly heard of it. Uh, that would be Avengers Endgame. Yeah, boy, for those keeping track at home. Oh yeah. my gosh! The in and out of the theaters. Computers in the weekend. broke everywhere yesterday. What they say? Six hours. And yeah. They set the record, and it probably yeah. would have done better if people mm-hmm. actually could have gotten tickets. Yeah, yeah. In like those six everybody hours. crashed. I was glad we weren't the only ones. I saw a friend who was waiting, and his wait was three days. Really? Well, yeah, to get tickets. I was like, dude, it'll be on like home video day. before you get a ticket Just to see like the Holy theater. crap. Exactly. That's why I always wait till the next week on something that big. I'm like, yeah, I want to see the movie, but I can't do that. I would like to see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not be in the front row. Also, Tuesday evening, every Tuesday night in the back lot, Tuesday night trivia. How's that been going? 
Oh, have, uh, have you broke the Danny DeVito spell? Since I mean, we okay. haven't been here for a while. So I uh, am no longer the host of trivia. <gasps> yeah, I stepped down. I didn't get oh. canned. <laughs> I resigned with dignity. Uh, you had a choice. Yeah, so I had a choice. <laughs> I uh, choose to resign. Well, we have a wonderful host now. Her name's Jacina. Uh, okay, she was my co-host yeah. before, so now she's running the show. She's got a new co-host, Brandy. They're they're great. They awesome. just had their first. Full on training wheels off. No David there. <laughs> this uh, week it, was it the happened. Best yeah. show of the week. <laughs> I imagine it was pretty darn good. Smooth like butter. Uh, but yeah, uh, trivia happens every week. Last night it was uh, Tim Burton was like the. So Danny theme. DeVito probably did make an appearance oh, at some point. <laughs> That's great. Not far off. So get your tickets early to all of these. You don't need tickets for the trivia, but you do need tickets for these special screenings. Again, they often sell out. Some of them already have. Sorry if you were hoping to catch the Holy Grail on the big screen. We'll uh, bring it back. I'm sure you will. Yeah. I imagine that's one of those that you can bring back every once in a while and yep. sell out every time. I bought all the coconuts up. that I could possibly get. So. Yeah, that's why we couldn't add any more. <laughs> yeah. There are no here. more coconuts. Yeah, Coconut King said he was fresh out. He had 147. All right. Well, get your tickets in the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device or buy online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield or buy them in person. Just don't wait until the day of the screening because odds are you will not get your tickets. You can find all of these and more upcoming events on Facebook. Search for Alamo Springmo and go to their events page. This week, coming up in the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network, this weekend we're back in the home studio for the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. We'll be taking a look at what's new and newsworthy in entertainment and pop culture, telling stories, taking your comments, and whatever. Next Tuesday, we're gonna st- we're doing something a little different. Programming note: we are gonna start splitting up that Friday night recording into two shows. So you'll get your headlines Ooh. on Friday for the week, and then we will deep dive on midweek. We're looking at Tuesdays. Uh, that'll give us a chance to kind of, like I said, deep dive on a topic or interviews. We've got a bunch. We've got so many interviews coming up. I'm not sure when I'm gonna get them all scheduled, and we will engage with you on the topics in entertainment and pop culture that you want to talk about. So look for that next week. And then next Thursday, we'll be back here at the Alamo Draft House, bringing you the back lot by Alamo Draft House. Is anybody planning on seeing Shazam this weekend? Between now and the next time we get a chance to talk, probably. Yeah. I'm hoping to, but we'll just see how yeah. tickets are. Sure, we're gonna like try. All right. Well, we'll see if we get a chance to. We will uh, bring you our hot takes. Yeah. yeah. It may be lukewarm by the time we meet, but <laughs> our takes on those. So be sure to join us back here next weekend. No, next Thursday. If you join us next weekend, you're three days late. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to subscribe. I told you, we got a little rust to wear off yeah. on this thing. It's been a month since we've been out here. But if you see David, give him a big old hug. Absolutely. Yep. $5 each. <laughs> Tell us it. your thoughts on anything we've talked about. What are you going to see this weekend? Tell us your thoughts on what you've seen. If you see Shazam or Pet Cemetery, let us know what you thought. If we use your comments, we will absolutely give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. You can find us on social media by looking for PGTC Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email us at email at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave your recorded message on the hotline at 417-986-7842. We would love to use your recorded comments in an upcoming episode. Links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. And be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online. Once again, on social media, you just look for... Alamo Springmo. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you are social (laughs) online, (laughs) you can look for the Alamo Springmo, or you can download, again, the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device. Just search for Alamo Drafthouse in your device's app store, or visit the Alamo Drafthouse online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. 
that's all I have. Does anybody else have any thoughts? I'm amazed on our time. We well, did a great job. We got job. as much in as we could before David came in because we knew. Yep. We Ouch. Knew. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be cleaning up this where we lost some audio, so it's going to be even shorter than it appears. <laughs> it's a mini so. Because, again, the rust, somebody forgot to turn on their microphone. Yes. Well, I wasn't here for the test, <laughs> test, test, that test part. True. So yeah. that you was, turn them you on every the week, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so find a reason to come out to the Alamo Draft House this week, whether you're catching uh, one of your favorites, your longtime favorites on the big screen, because apparently every movie's old now. If you sit in this room or come check out one of the new releases this weekend, there's always a reason to come to the Alamo Draft House. I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. David Mann with Alamo (laughs) Springfield. Like you've been practicing your whole life. Alamo Gin. Good up. And we will catch you guys next week. Talk to you later. See ya. Uh, Bye. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.